Carrier into the zone with Howden. Carrier shoots. He scores! A laser from William Carrier. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Connor falling over, guides it toward Carlson. Back to Connor, right wing into the zone. Connor dips through, shooting. He scores! What a move from Paul Connor! This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your home for access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... How's everybody day? Going good? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of a was... catch your breath type week right now. Yeah, a couple of games. How was your day? Busy. Yeah, I was on the ice. Mm. Oh wow! Just okay. doing some demos, some breakdowns. Oh okay. What were you and breaking down today? Uh, we were breaking down angling. Okay. Skating backwards. Were you skating backwards? Well, we're skating back. More Shane and, and uh, <laughs> Derek. Mm, what else? Depth. We were talking about just, it was just a conversation about depth. Oh, nice. But we were on the ice. That's fun. And we were doing it, and Bruce came by. Oh. And was watching us do it. No, I'm just crazy. So we stopped. <laughs> and because the coach was watching us, mm-hmm. so we felt self-conscious. Yep. And Bruce said, sorry to bother you. I just thought it would give it a more authentic feel if you had a coach on a bench and he made this grumpy face. Mm -hmm. That would have been really good. And then we got into this big conversation with Bruce and took up like 15 minutes time. But it was fun. Amazing. Bruce is in a great mood today. He should be. 11-1-1. Not bad. Remember what their record was last year after 15 games? Mm 13-2. Yep. 13-2. Best record ever. Mm-hmm. No, tied the best record ever. Sure. But best record ever after 15 games in NHL history mm-hmm. by a few different teams. They have a chance to be better than that. Right. With wins over LA and San Jose. Mm-hmm. The first 15 games in back to back years. So you compile that. They can go 13 and 2, 13, 1 and 1. Mm-hmm. That's 26 wins. Yes. That's ridiculous. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's absolutely ridiculous. So they went 13 and 2 last year. Yes. And they can be better mm-hmm. this year. Yep. And part of that 13 and 2 a year ago was a nine game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they can be better than that. Out of the gate this year. Yeah, it, it seemed inconceivable, really. Like it and no, it was impossible. And then the Golden Knights go out and do what they did to start the year. And now eleven one and one, you've got LA, a team that you've already seen, a team that you, you played a heck of a game in a back to back situation in Los Angeles earlier uh earlier this season. And then you've got San Jose that I'm not going to sit here and write them off, but boy, oh boy. No, they're written off. You you absolutely should win that. So at like, you know, the big one's L.A., right? Like you get by L.A., you essentially have the best record through 15 games in the bank. Like San Jose 
their magic number to be eliminated <clears throat> from the playoffs next year mm-hmm. is five. <laughs> okay, but I want to exist in a world, and I know that this is like funny and, and a bit or whatever, but the San Jose Sharks getting their first win of the year over the Edmonton Oilers would be too funny. I think San Jose plays a couple of games before that. Do they? They, they for sure play one. Okay, so they play Phil- I, I was, the, it's, was, Phil- it's Philadelphia tomorrow. Uh, Philadelphia tonight. Oh, tonight. Okay, yeah. there we go. But so that that could happen. Uh, Edmonton lost again last night. Mm-hmm. That was uh, one of the things that we talked about yesterday, debating what was the game of the night. It should have been Boston <laughs> and Dallas, which ended up being a fantastic hockey game. It was a good that, game. That lived up to every expectation with the Bruins winning 3-2 there. Mm-hmm. The Oilers one was more the NASCAR effect. You're watching the car crash. Oh, yeah. And did that deliver? Oh, boy, did it. Like, it was a it was a nine-car wreck down yes. the backstretch of Talladega mm-hmm. uh, with cars flipped over. But to expect Edmonton to lose in their next game to San Jose, that's mean. <laughs> Okay. It's mean. It's mean. That's a level of punishment that you shouldn't wish on anybody. I'm not wishing it on them. I just think you it'd be so. I, no, I'm not. You how are am I? So. How am I wishing it on them? Why would you even them? bring that up if you because weren't I wishing think, it? I, because I think that the way the Oilers are going right now, it's a legitimate possibility. No, it's not. Oh, it is. It is. You think, you think Edmonton gets 19 shots in the first 10 minutes against San Jose? I didn't say the Oilers are going to play well early. That they're not going to get more than one goal. We'll see. Did you watch the Oilers game? I did. San Jose? So, for those that that did not tune in, and I was texting around (laughs) the different people in my universe. Yeah. And some of them that very rarely admit which games they're watching. Mm-hmm. I don't really ask. They're at a different level. I okay. don't go. And some people, I'm, we're, I bounce stuff off from the game. Everybody last night. Yeah. Everybody that I'm talking to mm-hmm. in and around the hockey world was watching that other game last night. There's some Canadians, some people in the States. And Edmonton goes out. They've got two wins on the year. Things are going sideways. Connor McDavid's been in and out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. He's talking about death of a thousand cuts. Like mm-hmm. he's as dejected as I've seen him since he broke his clavicle his first year against the Philadelphia Flyers. Like he's just beat down, mm-hmm. lack of confidence. They go out and they fire 19 shots on Thatcher Demko and the Vancouver Canucks in the first 10 minutes. Yep. The first 10 minutes of the game, they have 19 shots. And they score. Mm-hmm. They're one nothing. Yeah, it's it's great. This looks like what we've been waiting for or expecting out of Edmonton. Yeah, to be a confident team, the ability to control the game. And at the ten minute mark, Vancouver gets two shots in a row, mm-hmm. and they score on both of them. Yeah, and it goes from a nineteen two advantage up one nothing to a 19-4 advantage and down 2-1. Yep. And at the end of the period, Vancouver goes to the first intermission up 3-1. Yep. And everybody's jaws are collectively on the floor going, what is happening here? One of the goals wasn't great. 
two of them were okay. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a collective lack of confidence displayed by the Edmonton Oilers that you don't normally see out of good teams. Mm-hmm. There's slumps out of good teams. Yeah. There's stumbles. There's disappointing playoff performances. But what I watched last night out of the Edmonton Oilers was from the top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Coach through the star players, two of them the best in the world, uh, to a blue line that is way better than it's playing, to a goaltender who was a finalist for Rookie of the Year and an NHL All-Star last year with zero confidence. None. And there's part of people that will be going, well, see, you can't play that game that way. Or I don't like the Oilers, so it looks good on you. There's some of that with me. I won't I won't deny that. Mm-hmm. More with some individuals who I like or dislike. Sure. A bigger fan or a lesser fan. But it it was sad. Like it it was strange to see it. And it looked like they were gonna get back in the game. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Uh, they even got a, a great break on a goal that a lot of people thought shouldn't have counted, uh, that, that Edmonton was able to to get involved in the game. Mm-hmm. And in the third period, it crumbled again. Yeah. And McDavid came unglued. Dreisaitl lost his cool. Yeah. Uh, Hyman uh, lost his cool. Darnell Nurse took a bad penalty. The coach uh, in, in Jay Woodcroft gets tossed out yep. uh, of the game. And... They they left that building wondering, with me wondering, mm-hmm. is that the last time you see Jay? Mm-hmm. Is there going to be big changes in the next 24 hours right. with his hockey club? Well, it turns out Jay's safe, and I agree with that. I, I don't think the coach should be on the hot seat. He should be feeling pressure. Absolutely but I don't pressure. think Jay Woodcroft yeah. should be on the, on the hot seat, the head coach there. Uh, are there changes coming? Yeah, they've made a change in goal, mm-hmm. which... I think they placed Jack Campbell on waivers. Right. He's got, like, the worst numbers in the league right yep. now. Yep, uh, Which is saying something because his partner isn't exactly lighting it up right now. And <laughs> right. San Jose is giving up 10 goals a game. Yes. That's so astounding. That's, Again, yeah, that's, and, and you wonder why I feel like San Jose could win. But but you, you wonder what's going to happen. They put Campbell on waivers. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is to bring in Rodriguez... Uh, or uh, uh, some kind of other fill-in uh, type of Chet Pickard uh, mm-hmm. uh, is 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 there. I don't think Pickard's the guy. I don't think Rodriguez's the guy. I think they're trying to make some room somehow. Yeah, for a deal. That's what I see. Well, that's that's what I feel like they need to do, right? Like I, you, you need better goaltending, and and. You know, again, there's a lot of things going wrong for the Oilers right now, but more than anything, you need saves. No, no, I disagree with that. Really? Yeah. You you disagree with which part? With it being on goaltending. I say, well, last last night they they were bad in their own end, in their yeah, own end. But last night was on the guys that didn't finish. I you go out and you have 19 shots in the first 10 minutes. That game should be over. Put to bed. Done. Finish with the two best players in the world being able to go out there and and finish that thing off. 
well, they're not playing like the two best players in the world. No, but but they they're are. not. They're not. Pl- but they're, they're like, they don't have any confidence McDavid's in themselves. Uh, six games scoreless. Uh, yeah. has hasn't scored in six games. Uh, Drysad is strong, but that last night was unfair to put on. I'm the, not putting the blue last line or the, or Stuart Skinner. Well, they I they, mean, they have to be able to score more. Did you want to see Vander Kane at all last night? Well, no, but I, I rarely notice Evander Kane. Yeah, but but doing something in the outdoor game when it was a big stage. Well, there was he he some he physicality was, to he, his he game. He was involved yeah. in that, and he he flexed his muscles last night. Invisible. Uh, their their blue line. They get some bad breaks. Darren A scores on himself with a beautiful one timer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. putting it in the net. That was terrible luck. Yeah. Uh, and Evan Bouchard, terrible pinch. Lolly eggs back. Yeah. That doesn't get involved. Uh, there there's. Every facet of their game has gone awry at the same time, but the old Edmonton Oilers would be able to be competitive by scoring their way out of it. Sure. And right now, they aren't even scoring. That's 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 perfectly fine. And again, I'm saying that you know you look at the Edmonton Oilers. There's certainly plenty of issues to go around, as you mentioned. Should. McDavid and Dryside will be putting the puck in the back of the net more? Yeah, absolutely. Should you be getting something out of Evander Kane? Sure. Does Zach Hyman need to be better? Yes, 100%. But they they don't Nuge. defend. Nuge. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. They don't, de- they don't defend well. They don't, they don't, as you mentioned, lollygagging back into the zone. Like, there's breakdowns, two-on-ones, three-on-twos going back the other way. And, yes, it's unfair to pin it all on goaltending, but their team save percentage is atrocious. Hmm. And they need some type of spark, and I don't think you're going to be able to address the saves, certainly, by going out and trying to make a trade for a defenseman or getting more scoring injected into your lineup. You need a goaltender that is not Jack Campbell and Stuart Skinner. You need a combination that is not those two guys. And I I, I don't know what direction they're going to go or who they're going to find, but the Edmonton Oilers do need more saves. Have you looked at the goaltending in the National Hockey League and who's, who's played at least three games? Hmm. I went through this last night. Did you? And it seemed, I might be totally wrong on this, but it felt like in the 90s and the 2000s, there was, there was more guys that you could trade for and could come in and have an impact on your team. Okay. There's not a lot out there. For, uh, in this situation... A team that needs some some injection of confidence. Mm-hmm. Hey, who would you? Buffalo's got three goaltenders. They're all struggling or hurt. Carolina just brought in Yaroslav Halak because they've got an injury uh, in their goaltenders. New York Islanders have two goaltenders. They're not looking to trade either one of them. Right. Uh, when you talk about great tandems, like, Vegas isn't sharing either one of their guys nope, nope. with them. Uh, L.A. already has two goaltenders on the cheap. Calgary has a goaltender that they could move, but they're not moving. Like Dan Vladar is not going into Calgary, mm. or sorry, Edmonton, yep. and giving you anything because they're not trading Markstrom or, or Wolf. Uh, Winnipeg has two goaltenders. One was great in the playoffs. Yeah. But – I mean, that would be a fit, but Bressois going back to Edmonton, yeah. uh, I don't think would, uh, on, on for the, the fan base, be the answer there. Sure. I would, I would take it on his contract. Mm-hmm. 
I would take a chance on that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I don't, I don't know whether they would look at that as a, an answer to to their team. Montreal has a couple of goaltenders, including Jake, Jake Allen. Allen. Yep. Would Jake Allen go in there? He's used to being uh, poorly defended. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah. and no, I mean you're, that you're as absolutely a, right a, as a way to go in there and feel comfortable. Yeah. But is is Jake Allen going to be your answer? To go into the Edmonton Oilers, give me the team where you think they they could legitimately give up a goaltender. The Boston Bruins yep. are the team. That's the team. The Boston Bruins could trade Linus Allmark mm-hmm. to the Edmonton Oilers and give the Edmonton Oilers top flight goaltending, the yeah. Vesna Trophy winner. Yep. Could they do that? Yes. It would cost a bunch going back. Yep. And. From the Boston angle, why would you do that when you've got something that's going great with mm-hmm. Jeremy Swayman? Yeah. But uh, Boston would keep Swayman, younger guy, and and trade Allmark. I don't think Boston's interested in that, but I could see Edmonton being interested yeah. in that. The other one that I gave considerable thought to would be Minnesota. Okay. And trying to get Marc-Andre Fleury out of there. Okay. Now, Gustafson hasn't been good to start. Right. So they they need him, Flurry, right now. Yeah. So that I that right now at this point is not happening. Sure. Yeah. And sending Campbell back there, because somebody would have to go back the other way. Mm-hmm. Uh what what are you gonna do to get take on that contract? Right. Like there's gotta be some some added uh abilities to sweeten the pot. Sure. To take on a guy that's got four years at, at five million yeah. left. Yeah, absolutely. In Jack Campbell. So the the two teams that I thought of were Boston because of Allmark mm-hmm. and his standing right now as the Vesna Trophy winner, and Minnesota with Flurry, who just would give them some swagger. Sure. I, like I think Mark Andre at his age, late thirties, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. his Days of being the guy to carry you to a Stanley Cup right. are over. Yes, it's, I agree, it's, I'd, I'd agree with why, that. Yeah. It's why he's not playing here. Right, exactly. Which yeah. ended up being the absolute right choice. Yes, 100%. But if you're not looking, debatable at this point, it's a short-term contract that you might be able to work through. It it would be, that would be a Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. That would not be, we're going to take a chance on this middling guy, the guy with an unproven track record, uh, it would be, or uh, a veteran journeyman like a Jake Allen, Mm -hmm. that would be a shot to the end zone with no time left. Your Boston, was it Boston College? Uh, Doug Flutie. And you're hoping that it it lands. So, like, I can wrap my head around Jake Allen because, as you mentioned, he's used to playing where, you know, breakdowns happen. And he's played well in those situations. So, um, could he carry you? Maybe, you know, like we'll, we'll, we would see in that situation. Um, Linus Olmark would be amazing because that's that's the type of goaltender that the Edmonton Oilers would need. But if you're the Boston Bruins, as you mentioned, like you've got a good thing going right now with, with Olmark and Swayman. It's going to take something monumental to shake that up. And I, I don't know what that would be from Edmonton side. The other part that I look at is environment. Boston's environment mm-hmm. for goaltenders is much different than Edmonton. The Vegas environment for goaltenders 
is much different than, than Edmonton. Mm-hmm. There's some similarities to Boston, to Vegas, to yeah. Los Angeles, mm-hmm. to the environment, where you're a little more insulated and you're required to make certain saves from certain spots. Edmonton, they're coming from anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. Mostly from anywhere. Because they they don't get peppered, but oh. they give up really good chances. They, they give up they chances give up in really good chances. Prime scoring areas. So you would have to, and I, Kevin Woodley would be the guy to to do this from from In Goal Radio, the podcast, and In Goal Mag, mm-hmm. to look at whether Allmark would be a good fit in that Edmonton environment. Uh, whether like Mark Andre Fleury, I could see being a fit in that Edmonton environment just because of the way he plays athleticism, a, a little bit more yeah. athleticism yeah. Uh, along that line. But I don't, I don't see either one of those two guys being available. And if they're not available, like is Nashville trading UC Soros? Ooh, no, they sh- Wow. Why would they? They're decent. Give me a Leon Dreisaitl. They're decent. Well, if, if you want to do that and mm-hmm. you want to lean on Kevin Lankinen yeah. and who I like, mm-hmm. And Jack Campbell, yeah. Let's let's talk. All right. But do you think do you think the goaltending crisis in Edmonton is bad enough that you would give up a dry sidle for for somebody that hasn't won a Besner Trophy winner? Like Saros is good. I love Saros. I'm I'm trying to think about I'm trying to think about whether or not that would be. There's not a guy in the league that I would give up. For Leon Dreisaitl. Oh, you might lose him for free in a year. They'll never lose him for free. Y- you you think that they would trade him next year? If he's not signed, they'll yeah. trade him. Okay. Yeah. You're I, not. You're, Jeff Jackson, I, like I'm, I'm, Jeff I'm Jackson's looking. not taking over the Edmonton Oilers and losing Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid's winger. So Connor McDavid's agent, mm-hmm. former agent, is now the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. Going to be yeah. in charge at the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, uh, Kenny Holland uh, moves off. Jeff Jackson's not losing his client's wingman or one-two guy mm-hmm. for nothing. Mm-hmm. He's going to protect Connor, and if that means keeping Leon, so be it. If it means getting something for Leon, Ooh. but but that's that's in in the in the future. I I don't think McDavid sees this as. I, I would say the the offense finds its groove, mm-hmm. and you put your faith in that before sure. you would you would move off that. But if if you're looking for a number one goalie, mm-hmm. that'd be the first name I'd ask for. Yeah, hundred percent. Like it's starting there. You're not going with Ryan McLeod first. <laughs> no, and I like McLeod. You're going you're going Leon Drysaddle. That's that's the ask. Like. It, no one's obligated to help Edmonton out of this. No one's obligated to make the trade easier on Edmonton. If if I'm, especially if I'm the Boston Bruins, right? If I'm Boston, sure. Linus Olmark, Leon Dreisaitl. There it is. Now, Arizona has a couple of good goalies. Vimelka. I like him. He's used to facing a lot of shots. A ton of shots. Would you go down that path? I'd be open to it. I, because I think Vamelka would be an improvement. But it's going to cost you something significant. Yeah. 
is of the milk. That's where you get into really. It's a almost thirty year old guy. Sure, he's played a couple of years in the league. That's where we are. Yeah. How desperate are you? Ten games into the season. Well, I, f- I feel like right now they're pretty desperate. They've got they've got to run something together here. And who knows? Maybe the San Jose Sharks are their fixer. Their they, schedule. Edmonton's schedule is not easy. Outside of the San Jose game, right. they have yeah. Seattle a couple of times. Uh, they have uh, a road trip through the East uh, that that's coming up. It's not. There's not a lot of middle squares in the bingo card mm-hmm. beyond the San Jose Sharks. Not that there are in the league anyway. Sure, but I don't think they're desperate. Desperate yet. And they may never get desperate enough to do something wild. It, they might just write it off, change coaches mm-hmm. at some point, and come back next year. That Really? I would, if, if it was me running the team, yeah. before I did something wild on the dry sidle front mm-hmm. or along that path, I would let the season that's already in the tank mm-hmm. let let it play out and hopefully you you find your groove by the middle of December and you're able to get some confidence back mm-hmm. or you don't but i wouldn't do anything wild between between now and then would you would you consider moving on from Jay Woodcroft and i'm with you i, I in this spot i don't oh, think at, at, would at you s- consider that at some point wild that, between now no, and then no like no that that that's not wild, and and I I guess because we've seen the Edmonton Oilers when they're confident and when they're going and when their power play is 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 clicking on all cylinders, we've seen this team rattle off a ton of wins in a row. Mm-hmm. How late's too late here? Like, at what point do you look at this season based on the hole that they've dug themselves? I think Woodcroft is your guy until he's not not like in the sense okay. of the season's over, and hmm. you go now. I have been told that the players like Glenn Gulletson. He's been a National Hockey okay. League head coach in a couple of different places. That might be an option mm. inside that room where they would take a look at it. Okay. Uh, I don't know for sure. I've, I've been told that. I don't know how serious they would look at that. What, what would concern me as somebody from 30,000 feet mm-hmm. is the coach is a very confident person. Right. The coach portrays himself as the smartest guy in every room. Yes. Is, it's part of what makes them unlikable. Is that, is that an act? Hmm. Is that part of what I do on this show? Swinging my opinion around mm-hmm. with my attitude yep. and my arrogance and higher than everybody else mm. when it comes to hockey knowledge is is that the same thing like i take on a different personality on this show mm-hmm. than i do on tv yeah i i enjoy playing this role yeah and this it's not me but i <laughs> i absolutely love playing that role yeah you do for for our audience yeah and i i get to buy into it for two hours every day mm-hmm and and it's it's fun play acting that way. <laughs> then I go over to the TV set and I'm a totally different person. Yeah. And when I go home at night or we get off the air, I'm a totally different person. Yeah. Is Jay Woodcroft me all the time? Mm. Or is he is Jay Woodcroft me at the rink 
and behind the bench and with the media and behind the scenes. Is he more open to suggestions? Is he uh, more uh, fluid with his opinions Mm -hmm. and his approach? Because if he is, then I can see him getting through this. Sure. If he's not, I don't think there's a chance he gets through it. And I'll, I'll just use... The, uh, the the Stanley Cup playoffs were were a revelation the last two years, mm-hmm. and the way he characterized a couple of events, mm-hmm. both I watched him in the LA series last year and the year before, I, and we had a front row seat in 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 Vegas. Yeah, he's he's not a guy that that you go, I can see where he's coming from there, mm-hmm. and I can get by the the act. He's, there's a smugness, yes, to Jay, and I and I, part of it I think is is an act. Mm-hmm. I I hope it's it's an act, and if if it is, I get it. Mm-hmm. He wants to he wants to give that team the ultimate confidence. I I fully buy into that approach, but he also plays the two big boys mm-hmm. a ton. Yep, hasn't done a lot for the for the system of defending. Right, and. At times, has had some good goaltending to cover up some other mistakes. Mm-hmm. If he can't find a way to meld some of this together and find a solution, and he's still that guy that looks like he's the thinks he's the smartest guy in every room. Mm-hmm. That's me. Yep. At least in this room, <laughs> we know that. <laughs> then, then there's some. There's going to be some 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 issues on, on that side. And last night he got kicked out. Yeah, in, in the final couple of minutes, sure did. Did you see his his post game reaction? I did. Like there was no ownership of that. No, no. It was I didn't his no I'll paraphrase. I didn't uh, offer a profanity laced uh, tirade. I asked a question, and apparently you're not uh, allowed to ask that question. Yeah. Like there was zero ownership of that. Well, he did say I could be better in that spot, but no, no, it was no. very much. Like sarcastic, sarcastic. Yes, that yes. was not. No, I it. know, I know. So I was, <laughs> and I know a number of people that I talked to last night. Mm-hmm. We all stayed up for the post game. <laughs> yes, so did I. But I have a buddy who was refreshing X, <laughs> waiting for that That's to see what to yeah. see what was going to happen. Yeah, and he didn't own it. No, that bothered me last night. That as as much as the 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 first period not being able to score mm-hmm. and being down, uh, the lack of control, the frustration by McDavid and Drysaddle, like it's a lost game basically. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're going to need a miracle to come back. You, McDavid was already lucky that he didn't get uh, a. Uh, five minute major for yeah. a punch because yep. they had earlier. Yep. You 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 let off some steam, fine, but that last night was a red flag. Well, the the Woodcroft post game after getting tossed out. Well, I I it, it leads me to formulate the opinion that I I don't think it's an act just for the cameras or just for the the media availabilities or just for um building confidence. I think Jay Woodcroft is who Jay Woodcroft is. I do. And I, don't, I don't know him I don't outside either. of the ranks. So I don't I, either. I can't say that. Yeah, but I just, like, 
not taking ownership of that moment in that spot didn't like you got I, kicked I, out. I didn't I've appreciate been out of that. games before. Yeah. I own it. I yap too much. Yeah. I sh- I shouldn't have said anything. I I was in the wrong. I didn't think I should have get kicked out, but I pushed the envelope. Yeah. I got kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> it was a valid question. That's what he said. It was a valid question. And I got was, kicked out for no reason. No, no. The best part is it was during play. Yeah. That he got tossed out. Yeah. It was while the puck was in motion. Taking them he off was, the power play. He was play. asking the question. He asked the question. Yeah. And then got tossed out. So th- I think they, st- I do think they stick with him. Mm-hmm. Like this is their guy. Sure. Until it's lost and maybe in, in some kind of garbage time they make a change. Uh I, I, I believe that. I don't think they do anything drastic hmm. with their stars. They've got to find a way to get some help and goal. Yeah. And uh, Calvin Pickard. Yep. That's what I'm going to call him, Chet. Uh, Calvin Pickard, uh, he's not going to be that guy. Like it would be, we've seen guys come up and have go, go on, on a runs. run. Yeah. Like Phoenix Copley. Phoenix Copley, last, yes. Last year. Yeah, last year. Uh, We've seen guys do it. Johan Hedberg, a few number of years ago, did it. Came up from the manhood of a moose to the Pittsburgh Penguins. He yeah. was a moose man. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we've seen that happen, but I don't think Calvin's going to be the guy. I don't think Evan's going to be the guy. I, I think they're going to have some need some help from from outside the organization. But it is, it is a smoldering tire fire, <laughs> and that's not too drastic of a comparison no it, it it really isn't and you know to a degree um you want to see this league's elite players playing on good teams and and being impactful on a night-to-night basis and you know again you 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 don't want to see the edmonton oilers at two eight and one you just don't you want to see this team rolling you want the idea in your mind that you're going to get Vegas Edmonton part two in the playoffs. You want that if you're the league and it's, it's been a disaster of a start for the Oilers. And I just, I wonder at what point is it too late? Because the, like the clip, that too late. the clip that they got to play at though is, is ridiculous. But who are you catching? Catching Anaheim for fourth? Well, probably. So, I think that's. You're not catching LA. I don't think you're catching LA. You're not catching Vegas. Oh, you can you can, you can catch LA. You think their their goaltending's gonna? I don't, go I don't know. Away? Like yeah. they they've had a good stretch. I mean, <laughs> they've had as good a start as Edmonton's had bad start. Do they meet in the middle somewhere? Oil. I mean, the the Canucks are 14 you, points up on I know. them right now. Yeah. Like it it is a it is a deep hole. Canucks are playing better. Yeah. As as a system. It's 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 funny to watch the impact that Talkett's had there. Yeah. And it goes to how much an influence a coach can make. There's there's a lot of people who don't believe coaches have a dramatic impact in hockey. I think they do. Yeah. I think this you saw that last year with all the first year head coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh and you have certainly watched it in Anaheim. You've watched it in New York. They've kind of played the same as same pace as they did a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've watched it in Vancouver. But for some reason, Calgary and Edmonton, those coaches aren't having an impact right now. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep uh, an eye on this because it's fascinating to watch. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't think anything drastic happens with the Stars this year, even if the, the season goes down the tube. Sure. I think they'll do whatever they can to bring in a goaltender, and at some point, the coach will, will have to goalie first. make a decision. Goalie first, yep. and then a coach. Yep. Unless they lose to San Jose. Yeah, if they, I mean, if they lose to San Jose, that changes me, everything. All bets are off. It, I, I don't think they do anything with their stars. I don't either, but I think that that's the last game for Jay Woodcroft. Now, the, the Darnell nurse contract mm-hmm. is a big, big problem there. I agree. And Darnell is a capable player. Yeah, he is not nine million dollar player. He's absolutely not that. That binds them yep. into a, a, a real pickle, and you don't want to bind yourself into a pickle because that can be problematic. That mm-hmm. it, it does a, a a real problem. So uh, we'll keep uh, following that story. <laughs> I think they'll be fine. I think they make the playoffs. You still believe that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But they have they did the same thing last year. Not to this extent. Got off to a slow start. Mm-hmm. And had to play lights out for the rest of the way. Uh, we'll give bring you one-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League, as well as uh, Bruce Cassidy's media availability today, an update on a couple of players uh, coming your way, and uh, what the lineup could look like tomorrow night against Los Angeles. The VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Got another $50 gift certificate coming up. That, where, where did we go yesterday? The Brew Dogs. Brew Dogs. Yeah. yeah. I had some friends that went there on Saturday night. Oh, really? So I was talking around the office today yeah. about this great place that we gave a gift certificate to, and they said we went there on Saturday and we closed it down. It's amazing. I don't know whether I can actually close down a place that doesn't really close down. <laughs> but uh, but but they were they they left there at like three in the morning and I, had the greatest time. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, like that would be my goal, right? You go down, you go down. Close there. down a place that never closes. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to do that. Just like one time in my life. It's never happened before, but I'd love to do that. It'd be amazing. How would you how would you end the night? Like how would that night come to a conclusion? Oh, I don't think I'd remember it. I don't think I'd remember the end. Would you make it home? Somehow. See, I would end up on a bench <laughs> in the corner, yeah, sleeping. There I was would just, there would come a point like two thirty in the morning, because yeah. I'm a big party guy. Sure. I would end up just walking over, slipping off to the side, away from everybody, and just curling up on the bench and having myself a nap. That's the way my night would would wrap up. That's happened to me a couple of times, uh, certainly when I was much younger. But um, that has happened to me a couple of times where I have my house last night. I have, I have, I have overconsumed to the point of just falling asleep in random places. I, I like New Year's Eve one time in a in a porta potty. Oh, that, that might be. Party? Oh yeah. Oh that that yeah, no, yeah. nothing on the beats strip. That. Not a good not a good look. No no no. Can't imagine that. Not, no way. Not fun. I couldn't top that. How no. long did it take you to get that uh, aroma? Yeah. Well, I mean, like I didn't fall in or anything. No no yeah. No. But, but there's saying, an like, aroma. Well, it, like it wasn't it wasn't a super long time. It was like maybe 15 minutes, and then my friends were banging on the door, and that oh. woke me up. And Lucky then I there were my friends because they would have knocked it over. Yeah, that's a good point. My friends are better than yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, my friends. They they would have knocked it over, and they would have had pictures of it. I'm not talking about the poopy smell. Yeah. I'm talking about the like you know when you go in. The, oh the, no no the no! Disinfectant yeah. smell. I, I was like that, I was that that, that uh, stinks just as much as the other stuff. Yeah, no, I was I was in a bad way for a, at least three days after. Really? Yeah, it was not good. It was the one and only time I've ever been on the strip for New Year's Eve. 
Never, ever, 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 ever going to do it again. Yeah, don't want to say I closed the place down, but I was escorted from a bar in New Orleans for <laughs> having a few too many and, and wandering up on stage and playing air guitar with the with the band. That, really? Yes. <laughs> were you Were you playing air guitar well? I have was no it idea. Good? I, I was completely lambasted, <laughs> but... I, I was I was escorted out. So well, the folks that went to the Brewdog the other day yeah. had a blast. Awesome, and they were well served. Mm-hmm. They they had that part of it going on, and they were able to go out after. Yeah. So so it's one thing if you just like go and you get polluted and you just fall <laughs> down and you disappear. Yeah. But they 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 closed that place and had a blast, and they were able to move on after. Which well, I think is another sign of a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Where you're just um, not sitting there getting pounded. Oh, that's a that's a lifetime ago for me. It really is. They've, uh, shuffleboard tables there. Yeah. I don't think that's a good sign around people I know. Because <laughs> those pieces start flying. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a rooftop bar. Like yeah. there's there's a lot of things that can go wrong with shuffleboard pieces. But it's funny. I didn't really know about the brew dog. Yeah, neither did until I until yesterday. And now we do. Did some research yeah. and. We know people that, and it's right by T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. So you, the, the people that I know were at the game yeah. went over to Brewdog and had a blast. I just had a really good idea. Like What's at some point, we should be doing a remote at Brewdog. You have and me. you talked to anybody? Oh, I'm gonna make that my mission. Let's go. Yeah, I'm. I'm in. Hundred percent. Food looks amazing. Well, someone's got to be back here to. Yeah. Well, I, I would say keep you guys on the air, but that's a dicey proposition. So. <laughs> well. There's the a same, 50-50 the, chance. The track yeah. record has been a little spotty. Show would be the same whether you show up or not. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll still be talking. You just might not be able to hear us. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's okay because, I mean, you guys are having a good time at BrewDog, so. I wonder what the food. Uh, I didn't get a uh, take on the food. Pizzas look amazing. Yeah? Yeah, they really do. Oh. I'm, a, I'm a big pizza guy, so love pizza. I'm in. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll set up hour number two. Uh, we have uh, some information to get to on the Vegas Golden Knights. Another appearance by Zach Whitecloud at practice today, and we will update you on Alec Martinez as things start to come together on that VGK blue line from a Super 6 point of view. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Where's the, the music there? Some flute? What was going on there? That's called Heard in a Love Song, maybe oh, yeah. Marshall Tucker Band. So like seven mm-hmm. seconds of that back into the rejoin? Yeah. That was a that was an interesting transition. There. Yeah, yeah. Well, Am I wrong? And no, no, no that no. jumping out at me. No, it it I clocked it too. Hmm. Seven seconds is that what it was clocked at? Well, no, no, oh. I didn't clock that. I just clocked it as a as a weird. He noticed it. Transition. What the kids say? They clocked it. Yeah. I don't know whether the kids say that or not. I don't but think I know they I, do. Either. I know old people don't say that, so I'm assuming that that's uh, what the kids say. I'm somewhere in between old and young. Yeah, my kid doesn't say that. Um. There's some updates uh, going on from Ottawa, and hmm. they've they've got a, an issue going on. Not not quite as bad as Edmonton, and Edmonton might be really lucky there on the road right now, the way they're going. <laughs> but Ottawa's got uh, a f- blasting by the fans. The captain responds. They they're searching for a general manager right now. We'll get into that in one timers. Mm-hmm. Then you have uh, the situation uh, with a couple of other teams that have really broken from the gate well. Mm-hmm. Which we default to the to the chaos, but there's a couple of teams that are out of the gate and making noise to have marvelous seasons where maybe you weren't quite sure where they would be at. Vancouver is one of them. Mm-hmm. Anaheim's another. Yep. New York Rangers 
are right there. Mm-hmm. The Boston Bruins. Yeah. And the Boston Bruins are coming off the best regular season of all time. Sure. So why would a start like the Bruins have put forward be considered a surprise? Well, no Bergeron, no Krejci. Right. And just following up. Yeah. Greatness. It's not easy to do. Vegas getting through this with one regulation loss and, and one overtime defeat mm-hmm. through 13 games. Mm-hmm. That's a surprise yes. coming off a of Stanley Cup. Absolutely. They deserve to be in that. And and Boston right there as well. So a little bit of league news uh, to get into in one-timers news and notes from around the National Hockey League. A 50-buck gift certificate to the BrewDog. Uh, also on the way, and you'll hear from Bruce Cassidy's media availability, uh, bringing us uh, some news regarding the Vegas Golden Knights blue line and progress towards getting healthy. Hour number two is coming up on Fox Sports Las Vegas.